Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the pod. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting episode of the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. This feels really weird to not introduce a guest. Yeah, I keep looking to my right. I know, we did so many guest episodes in a row, which was great. Loved it. Awesome time. But uh, but now you guys are stuck with just Dylan and Andrew for at least six episodes. At least six. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I missed it. I'm not going to lie. The, oh no, the, no, no, no. I definitely I definitely like hanging out just with you. I've just gotta recalibrate. Yes, certainly. Yeah. I, I can't throw conversation to somebody who doesn't know a lot about Odyssey to let them talk. <laughs> like yeah. I actually have to bring something to the table and add something constructive to the argument or conversation. Wow. I've been I've been slacking, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I think you did great, Andrew. Oh thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm really good at meeting new people. I'm kind of like a dog like that. Most dogs I know, not good at meeting new people. Isn't the kind of the thing with dogs is that they like are all over new people uh, in ways that are aggressive and not great? Fair. Fair. But I'm friendly. Like, I, I definitely show, I'm like a timid dog. Not, you know, like an older dog, not like a puppy. <laughs> Andrew Old Dog Asado. <laughs> yes, that's what they called me in high school. At homeschool. <laughs> in his parents' basement. Yep. Literally. And I kept the lights off so I could focus. <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't the crawl space. Yep. Oh, man. So, uh, what episode are we talking about, Dylan? Oh, g- great question, Andrew. Uh, we're talking about episode 592, Now more than ever certainly this is it's the start of our coverage of the six episode arc in which mandy's parents might get divorced yay i mean i i'm excited to talk about it <laughs> i'm also heartbroken yes <laughs> the, 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 this is yet another arc where uh dylan forces andrew to come along with him on a journey that means a lot to him and maybe nothing to andrew i have no memory of this arc so <laughs> this is great <laughs> yeah i it, it it's it's in my sweet spot as we've talked about many times yes certainly and uh yeah I'm, i was surprised that i didn't have more memory of this because i know that i've listened to this album before um but yeah no i'm very excited to do it <laughs> plot wise and not album wise and just mm, yeah you know. yeah it was a true and thorough bummer listening to it though yes like, it was like <laughs> from a like very well made 
I think what they are saying is mostly pretty good. Yeah. And like, I liked the episode a lot. I also left just feeling sad. So sad. <laughs> I mean, this episode does not try and end on a happy note. No. Which is one of my favorite things about it. Yeah. No, it's 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 a it's a different step for the show, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um it is an episode uh written by Kathy Buchanan, friend of the show, and John Fornoff. Um and John Fornoff also directed it. Yeah, Kathy really just I mean, she gave with both hands on this on mm-hmm. this episode. The the dialogue is incredible and we'll we'll get into it. Yeah. I'm I'm I didn't know that she had written it and I didn't look it up mm-hmm. while I was listening, but I definitely thought it was like this feels better than normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's just yeah, I mean, she has a counseling background mm-hmm. and I think that comes through in her ability to write characters who feel real mm-hmm. and feel like they are reacting in ways that humans react yes like this is we've talked a lot about odyssey in its sitcominess mm-hmm. this is like the least sitcom like yeah. this is this is <laughs> this is like an hbo episode yes. <laughs> like on the scale of like what odyssey can do mm-hmm. but like this is the character driven emotionally compelling right right like it's not yeah it's an episode of mad men not an episode of you know full house yeah (laughs) or an episode of like magnum Mm pi yeah (laughs) like all 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 the different you know versions of odysseys we get this is a a different one i am and what does it what does it say about me that this that, is the one you love so much. That, no, 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 not not now. But that, like, I had not listened. So this episode first aired April 26, 2006. I'm sure I listened to it after that point. But I cannot imagine. I, like, I didn't listen to this episode after, like, 2010, 2011. So 10 years have gone by. Mm-hmm. But, like, kid me really invested in this yes, episode. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know what that says about me that I was like, well, oh, yeah. I did love Mandy. Yeah, and Mandy was a great character and they do, like, I get why you love Mandy now because if you listen to these episodes, you're like, she is so compelling. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 we'll talk about it. Yeah, I yeah. No, we, we, we absolutely will. And I think it's also, I don't know, we, we've done, it was refreshing too. Um, to get some Paul Herlinger in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. After doing a bunch of old and new over mm-hmm. the past stretch, um, doing yeah. a lot of Stoke Cub, but then also, you know, covering a couple episodes with... with uh, Hal. Yeah, yeah, with Hal Smith. I was just like, oh, yes, Paul Her- Herlinger is wit. I do, I do generally like him. In addition to Herlinger is wit, uh, we have uh, Lauren Schaffel as Liz, um so liz horton uh mm-hmm. character we've probably i mean we've run into her yeah. before because so her and Be- her and mandy are like best friends mm-hmm. she was in like 26 episodes in like 98 to 2007 range mm-hmm. um and mandy was in 54 in that same range so mandy was very much like core odyssey kid but then liz was like you know her best friend and so Liz is around a bunch. Um, Lauren Schaffel as, as an actress doesn't have a lot. 
uh, going on. She had a recurring role in the sitcom Still Standing, hmm. um, which is I have zero connection to, but does exist. Um, the thing I am more excited for, she is playing a character called Amelia in the new season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Hot dog. And now I'm, like, very excited. We will, I mean, we'll likely have all these episodes recorded before that comes out. But yes. it'll, this will be coming out in tandem with that new season airing. And I'm very excited for whoever Amelia is. Yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna be rocking it, I hope. Because I mean, I, Amy doesn't do people wrong for the most part. Mm, no. And Lauren Schaffel, great. Great in this episode great voice actor like she is fantastic as lit everyone mm -hmm. is doing an excellent job in this episode yeah i think her aria corazon as mandy is always good i think lauren shuffles maybe punching a little bit better than her in this episode but mm -hmm. also she's doing a lot and yeah, yeah. doing it very well um yeah, and yeah. I mean, it just it comes together beautifully, and I th it makes so much sense that this very relationship kind of heavy uh, episode in this era of the show just kind of comes together so beautifully because mm. it it has you know all of the pieces to the team, if that makes sense, you know, and in certain eras of Odyssey where they've had good writers and less good actors or um, not great. Uh, plot conveniences for relationships to happen and at this right. point in the, the show. Right. This feels like they have built on this so well. And this is like, this is the arc that because of album 50 and whatnot, like this is the arc that they go out on essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's really great to feel like we've spent essentially... 10 years yeah. or eight years at this point kind of building up their relationships mm -hmm. so that we can do something like this and it rings true yeah um so aria curzon uh of note was um ducky in uh, land before time 5 to 14 um because we just got to keep land before timing around here and obviously yeah, obviously um Duh. she also played uh pebbles in uh, Cave Kids, which is a Flintstones cartoon, okay. um, and Corn Chip Girl in Recess. Oh. Um, so. I don't remember Recess well enough, but her name was Corn Chip? Okay. <laughs> what a fever <laughs> dream a of a show. <laughs> All right. Um, additionally, uh, we've got uh, Robbie Rist as David, um, which is Mandy's brother. He had been in... Um, has been in 15 episodes total was uh, voiced by a different actor up until these kind of six that we round out their stuff with mm -hmm. um, in which Robbie Rist takes over. Robbie Rist was um, Cousin Oliver in the Brady Bunch. Famous character there. Uh, also voice of Michelangelo in the 90s uh, Turtles movies. Oh, like the weird okay. like animatronic-y yeah, yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. kind of ones. Yeah. Um, and uh, also the uh, does the dub for uh, Koji Akamichi in uh, Naruto. Oh, so so I've heard his voice plenty. <laughs> How about that? Wow, he must be making bread off that credit. <laughs> uh, um, we also have uh, 
continuing to round out the family. Uh, Vanessa Marshall plays Rachel. Uh, this is Mandy's mom. She had appeared in uh, nine episodes um, total, but is only voiced by Vanessa Marshall in these last six. Okay. This is, yeah, kind of becomes a theme. Up till then, she had been voiced by a different person every time, essentially, including <laughs> Kathy Buchanan voicing her in an episode, <laughs> which is fun. Um, but Vanessa Marshall an actress I adore. Mm-hmm. Um, most notably to me, Black Canary in Young Justice, but also Hera in Rebels. Oh! Uh-huh. Oh! Mary oh. Jane in The There's... Spectacular Spider-Man, Wonder Woman in the Harley Quinn show that's been coming out. Like, <laughs> she's got... I've got a complex relationship <laughs> with Mandy's mom. <laughs> 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 oh my uh, goodness <laughs> yeah she's she's Peel got back the curtain <laughs> got over uh, over 200 imdb credits and yeah is great in everything i have i have heard her in yeah and yeah does once again an excellent job in mm-hmm. this episode and then our uh our, our last character to cover we've got uh we've got steven mm-hmm. the husband slash father um nathan carlson voices him mm-hmm of, uh, of Richard Maxwell fame. Yeah. And a million other characters. Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> also, uh, Digger Digwillow. Or no, mm-hmm. wait. Not Digger. Digger's someone else. I don't know. Nathan Carlson's done a lot on the show. We've talked about him a million times. Voices crackers. <laughs> According to the IMDb. Well, there's that too. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> that is, uh, that is our man, Nathan Carlson, coming in to play to play Steven, and I, mean, I think yeah yeah just continuing the great pedigree that this like top to bottom great cast this episode yeah they just they don't miss that's like all-star <laughs> i mean considering we don't have any major like connie's not in this eugene's not in this right you know um jack and joanne obviously like bernard wooten n- none of those main staple characters are in this it's it's kids and wit and mm-hmm. kids parents um yep. yeah they they really just balled out and i guess they probably could afford to because they didn't have to pay will ryan to be on the episode I don't know. yeah yeah i don't i don't i'm never quite sure how that budget stuff works and also like this might be early enough in someone like vanessa marshall's career Mm -hmm. where that's like where she's less in demand than she is now or whatever also it seems like yeah i don't know voice acting and whatnot seems to be it's fairly easy or easy for them to wrangle talent in in odyssey as we've covered a million times but like yeah uh everyone's doing a great job in this episode certainly and uh do you want to roll the promo then i I think i'm gonna roll the promo andrew oh my gosh let's do it On the next Adventures in Odyssey, Liz investigates Mandy's continuing strange behavior, leading to a strange discovery. What's going on with your family? Keep your nosy nose out of it. Why do things seem so perfect and yet so very wrong at Mandy's house? And why does Mandy not want anyone to know about it? Find out what's going on next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Okay. I hate the melodrama that that creates. Yeah. That was very... What? (laughs) Okay. I mean, I suppose... No. Nope. I'm going to come... 
and come in hard against it. <laughs> of all the ways you could have advertised it, yeah. you chose that way. Yeah. The the thing that that promo alludes to is saying, like, Mandy continues to be sad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, so there is an episode that we opted not to cover because it didn't make sense for the scope of our show. Um, but there is an episode before this, the one in which mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rusty from previously of the mm-hmm. bones of wrath publishes yes. his book that's that's like oh yes a yes, whole yes, episode yes. on like the lost and found mm-hmm. album yeah and part of that is um there's like a tiny 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 subplot in which mandy is sad <laughs> and i listened through that episode and was like no we're not going to cover this <laughs> yeah like it it, it technically ties in but it just doesn't make sense no no we'll save that for the bones of wrath arc we're doing it next year <laughs> yeah yep no uh, the, hey andrew don't spoil that coming in 2023 a year that doesn't exist <sighs> and i'm not entirely convinced it will <laughs> Oof. so the episode kicks off with uh liz and mandy talking at wit's end and uh liz they come in on Liz profusely offering to buy Mandy a drink, um, a you... Marshmallow Mountain milkshake, the mm-hmm. Triple M, as it were. Um, and Mandy is not hungry and thinks that she wants to go home, so she leaves. Also, that sounds really bad to me, and I'm a milkshake guy. Yeah, I love milkshakes. Marshmallows in it? I mean, one, the, the slurping process, that your straw is just going to get clogged if there's actual marshmallows in there. And if they're blended, that's just sugar. Yes, and if it, yeah, if it's blended, that's just sugar, and it, uh, it just, will congeal on the inside of your right. straw. It just feels like a hat on a hat. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny, but not tasty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's canonically a new uh, a new menu item on the Wits End menu, though. So now yes. we know that. Mushroom, mushroom Mountain. Different. That's 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 only when Eugene's running the counter. <laughs> he brought in some psilocybin samples from Campbell County Community College. Campbell University. Mm. Yes. My alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> so then Mandy Mandy leaves and then Liz goes immediately and just starts talking to Wit about how weird Mandy is. <laughs> Why don't we have Campbell C- County Community College college t-shirts made? Uh, like it's weird that we haven't oversight? it's the it's easiest. weird that we haven't done that because it's so easy and it's also weird that none of the other, other. people who make bootleg odyssey merch have done it because it feels like someone would have covered that by yeah, now yeah or i mean is there odyssey owls merch anywhere no but there is odinton ogres <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's those are the only ones i care about i'm pro ogre <laughs> I'm Ogre the Owls. <laughs> One of my prouder moments, honestly. <laughs> that, was re- that was, yeah, that was really good design work. <laughs> it came together beautifully. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so she, Liz complains to Wit that Mandy's been grumpy and unlike herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wit gives pretty good advice. He's yeah, like, but he's like, he's playing dumb, right? Yes, yeah. He he's does like, that a lot. He's just episode. like, he's like, what? She didn't seem that off. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what do you mean, Wit? She seemed off. Yeah, she like, totally seemed off. You could just you say it's none of my business. <laughs> or are you oblivious now to human emotion? I, 
I don't know. I really don't because he there was another moment like that between Liz and Wit later in the episode where Liz says something and Wit just says, so what do you think's happening? And you're like, I feel like it's pretty clear what you think right. is happening. It, like, Yeah. I the the note i wrote here we because i like i said while i have good memories of these episodes i don't remember these episodes mm-hmm. like how they play out i yeah. mean i know like how they play out grand scale but whatever and i was just like oh no this is gonna be an episode where the character of connie is played by liz yeah where i'm just like oh she's going to bumble through mm-hmm. this entire thing and screw up and it's going to be wit lecturing her yeah yeah and and exactly i mean the episode begins like that and it does right. kind of feel sitcom in uh-huh. that because wit gives decent advice be patient just let it you know it'll happen if it happens and then liz nope. is like it's a boy problem and she right. runs out of the store yep and she runs over to mandy's and uh, it wants to talk to Mandy about boy drama and stuff. Mm-hmm. And is... Yeah, she's trying to pin down who, who she has a crush on because that's got to be what's bumming her out. And there's yes. a guy that she missed as a lab partner. And mm-hmm. then the Liz starts rattling through a bunch of, you know, potential candidates and gets mm-hmm. really caught up on people named David, which... which is very relatable in that there were like a million Davids that I knew growing up. Growing up. Yeah. I am Groot. <laughs> no, 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 not, not Grooting up, growing up. The, the, the main character oh, of Despicable Me. Oh, okay. It's okay, just different. it's just where you get more hunched, bald, and a bigger nose. Yes, over yes. time, it's okay. growing up. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like this. I like this as a uh, as a term for human growth and development. <laughs> also, can we just agree right here, right now? Grew is a bad ripoff of Doctor Doofenshmirtz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, do- Doofenshmirtz was incredible. Yeah. They did so much with that character. Yeah, no, they really did. And, like, we when we see him as a child, I feel like it's very similar to mm-hmm. when we see Gru mm-hmm. as a child. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, they're the same character. Yeah, pretty but much. But one is funny mm-hmm. and not voiced by Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. He's voiced by the creator of Phineas and Ferb. It's true. <sighs> yeah, no. Interesting. Never made that comparison before. I'm so glad we're talking about this on the Adventures in Odyssey show. <laughs> Andrew, if they've been here this long, they should expect it. Fair, 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 fair. Uh, but, I underestimate uh, the squad. Um, the, the, the point I was making is that growing up, there were a lot of kids named David mm-hmm. around me. Mm-hmm. And so rattling off a bunch of Davids, very funny. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful punchline of Liz saying, mandy's brother's name and then just being like oh wait i just got caught up on david's David's. yeah that was that was really funny Uh, no that 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 just works for me i think uh i think we might have it a little bit harder here and only because we have so many people with the same last name so there can be multiple martins of completely different family trees with the exact same name like you could know three different ben martins (laughs) sure sure i don't i don't know that i know any double namers like true oh okay i know one but it is a so like i know two but one is and one is yeah and i'm cutting that so that i don't dox my (laughs) friends (laughs) yeah we don't we no, no doxing 
No doxing today. <laughs> I always find that funny when people like first name, last name on a podcast, and then someone like calls them out for doxing, and I'm like, okay, sure, but also, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like if you're just mentioning them in passing, like I was, I think you're fine. Yeah, I don't think that anybody's going to go steal their credit card information because they were mentioned on a podcast. <laughs> At least not n- uh, anybody that wasn't already going to steal their credit card information. <laughs> spoiler alert, it was me. Yeah. I was the identity thief all along. <laughs> we're going to steal the moon's identity. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, anyways, Liz the, then begins to press Mandy about things not going like being. I don't know, normal. Andrew. I don't think we st- spent enough time on the "that's my brother" joke. <laughs> fair, fair. I mean, it is a really good joke, and it did make I me mean, laugh. It's a just it's, it's one of my favorite like comic tropes. Yes. The like listing things off yeah. and them like and then you list like either they get more and more ridiculous. Yeah. Or. You yeah you do something like this and then mm-hmm. the other person has to call it out and you're yeah. like oh shoot I just got lost <laughs> or okay I, maybe I stretched a bit on the last one or whatever like that I like that as a trope yeah and no I think oh, it, it's so I think funny it especially because they're all named David and it ends with like oh David right. Strasberg <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it it landed very well that's for my me. brother yeah <laughs> she's like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was just naming all the Davids yep my bad yeah. Um, yeah. So Liz then proceeds to press Mandy a decent bit about what's yep. going on. Mandy's very uncomfortable. Um, and Liz yeah. is like, you know, why, why haven't I spent the night here in a long time? Mm. Which was a very uncomfortable for me to hear. Like I had some like secondhand cringe of like you inviting yourself to spend the night. Mm. Um, but mostly Which you because, would never do. Uh... Not without the consent of the of the person that I was spending a night with. Like, we would totally team up against the parents to make it happen. That's different. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, why haven't you? Sp- yeah. Why haven't I spent the night? Like, no, I guess the right. The moral is that Andrew and I are too, like, we're too socially in our own heads to yes. do this sort of thing. <laughs> yes, I'm, I have too much fear. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, let's just straight up call. She's like, you've been acting, like, depressed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Yes, she is. Thanks for, like... Calling it? <laughs> yep. I just... I appreciate that in the yeah. year of our Lord 2006. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I have no idea, idea to what degree that's going to actually be unpacked. And it isn't even a Mandy acknowledging that she's depressed here. No. But no. this is, like... Yeah. Yeah. This is good old-fashioned depression. Mm-hmm. And she I didn't even so... have a cell phone. No, no, she didn't even need social media for that. Which is, makes me, my heart really goes out to Mandy. <laughs> She's really trying her best. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so then Mandy finally caves and is like, all right, let's come over yeah. for dinner. Yeah. Or, and, and to sleep over. And then we get the most brutal scene in all of Odyssey. Like, Yeah, this is the, like, it's... the Scots tots of... <laughs> it's genuinely incredible yes but yeah listening to it is painful because everyone is performing so well and it is being it's well scripted Mm -hmm. but it's also really well like 
directed and edited. Yeah, timed. Like, yes. Like, the timing of it where every pause is just long enough for your skin to crawl a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it just... It, it feels mm-hmm. super true to life. Oh, yeah. Like, well, because the mom's initiating the conversation. Like, oh, yeah. it's so nice to be here. And Mandy's like... Or not Mandy. Uh, Liz is like, oh, yeah, I'm... It's good to be back. But, like, the thing the, the thing I think, like, it's the mom initiating conversation, sure. Like, Rachel's mm-hmm. doing good. But I think where it really, like, crystallizes is when Liz is aware enough to understand that things are really awkward here. Yeah. And starts trying to, like, take it upon herself to make conversation happen. Mm-hmm. Which is where, like, the whole sauce thing yes. comes from. It's, it's tangy. <laughs> spicy (laughs) yeah and i just i like it (laughs) yeah yeah no i i really feel for it and also i mean i think the thing that this episode and looking back having finished the episode uh in hindsight this scene particular depicts how much the kids themselves know about their parents relationship Mm -hmm. which i didn't know how much mandy knew about what was going on and it turns out very very little and that carries a lot more weight in this scene where liz is coming in from spending time with her own family with outside perspective not having been a part of a gradual like four month change right and uh that four months is crucial mm-hmm. when they like spell out the timeline of things and you're like because afterwards on yeah on initial listen or whatever you don't necessarily like mandy is talking to liz and liz is like is asking about dinner and whatever and like kind of like or maybe that's in a later scene. But regardless, like, when she brings up dinner, Mandy is very much, like, in denial about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like, and on initial listen, you can't tell, is she trying to save face with Liz and, like, keep the secret? Mm-hmm. Or, like, has the slow falling apart of this whole thing made her not realize? Yeah. And then, like... Yeah, upon finishing or upon second lesson, like, it really confirms, like, mm-hmm. oh, no. Like, it is, there is a level of denial, mm-hmm. but it's not Mandy intentionally hiding this stuff from Liz. Yeah. Mandy doesn't know why she's feeling the way she is. Because her parents are talking about, like, the idea. Yeah. yeah, because she's been in a household for four months now mm-hmm. with that level of tension. And I'm sure it built over time. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, yeah, she is a kid and doesn't, understand. Like, doesn't have the perspective to know why she's feeling these feelings. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think certainly. that that plays so well on the second lesson. Yeah. Um, And so, like you said, uh, it goes from, well... But I don't want to move on for family dinner yet because mom and dad start – well, mom starts riding dad about peas, um, yep. not offering peas. And dad's like, the peas are right in front of her, to which I'm like, yeah, the, dad, the peas are right in front of her. She wants the peas. She can get right. the peas. Um, and right. uh, But it's the sort of – it's the sort of comment that you could make mm-hmm. if there wasn't that kind of tension. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it just shows, like, how quick this stuff can rise to the surface. Yeah. Because, like – 
you could have a Barkley family dinner yeah. where, you know, Mary's like, hey, George, can you pass Jimmy the peas? And, you know, George is like, they're right in front of him. And it plays totally fine, funny. Like a they're joke. Just, yeah. Right. Yeah. They're just like, oh, you know, haha. Right. It's just, a, it's just, you know, family dynamics, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone's mom has done that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that plays well. But then, like, this, it just, like, it shows how quickly they can let that stuff, like, rise to the surface. Mm -hmm. Because, like, she says that, and he's basically just, like, in an almost a snap, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, they're right in front of her. Yeah. And it's, like, oh, neither of these people, or especially, like, him towards, like, Stephen towards Rachel in that Mm -hmm. moment, is, like, not giving any grace or benefit of the day. It's just, like... I'm immediately on the defense. You asked for mm-hmm. a thing mm-hmm. and that like, because we don't get along right now, I'm going to get defensive rather mm. than just doing the thing yeah. or being like, Oh no, 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 I don't like, it's fine. She, she's good. But that immediate, like his kind of knee jerk response mm-hmm. is very much like you don't get to ask me to do things like that yeah like don't pre- yeah yeah it just it, it was very much like very leave yeah well and in that instance i think the adults are acting more like the children in the mm. instance and the sure. ki- kids are kind of oblivious because sure. uh as to what's going on and yeah uh, well and it, but it's so it's so good because it's like because rachel is not asking it with ill intent she is just And she's also not asking it because she thinks Liz needs peas. She's just trying to say anything. anything. Yeah. Like, there, she wants there to be something to break the tension. Yeah. And he feels attacked by it Mm -hmm. and lashes back and, like, yeah. Yeah. It just, like, so it does the opposite of what she wants. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, but yeah, it's just, it's really really, really good well and the written the, and performed yes and the audio engineering of the knives on the plates and the food mm. and the awkward silence is it's just perfect yep. it's so good yeah. uh yeah. the spatial awareness of like plates moving from one side to the other and everything is just it's awesome yeah and like so they go upstairs and mandy uh, is like i'm gonna take the sleeping bag mm-hmm. you know liz takes the bed but she says it in like the most like just dejected matter of fact mm-hmm way yeah that then like because once again textually hey you you take the bed i'll be in the sleeping bag yeah that like just purely written out as a sentence raises zero Mm. red flags yeah yeah. i'm just like oh yeah yeah that's what you do yeah when you're having a friend Mm -hmm. over or whatever like cool Mm -hmm. like but because of her performance and everything else that's going on here yeah it's like the weight of that is mm-hmm. so strong. And mm-hmm. once again, Liz is just like, uh, you sure about that, man? Like, you don't yeah. sound great. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure then you uh, sleep in your bed and everything. And then, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then David comes in. Yep. And he comes through talking. the door. They, once again, tensions immediately rise mm-hmm. where he just comes in. He's like, you go into my room. And Mandy's like, yeah, you had like a, pillow and you've got you've got others and he's like well don't don't do that don't ever go into my room ever and then mandy's like i don't want to go into your room anyway it smells bad and then they leave yep well then 
Oh then, no, no, yeah. David talks to right because Liz, Liz about... is like as David's walking out of the room. Liz is like, "Oh, I'll see you at uh, see you at the youth retreat this weekend or whatever." And mm-hmm. David is just kind of like, "No, I don't do that anymore." Yeah. And after he leaves, Mandy's kind of like, "Yeah, he's been hanging out with like a different group of friends. Like he doesn't really interact with Alex." And yeah, yeah. And then Liz is like, "Alex, you know, they used to be so close and and all of that." And um, yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, and the way that Mandy says it is kind of unfortunate. She's like, "Oh yeah, he's running with a different crowd," which I don't, right. I don't know who he's running with. If he's yeah. running with, I mean, drug maybe, maybe dealers he's with the stuff. bones of wrath. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, maybe he's taking hits off a of henny. Yeah, like, we, we don't know. We don't know how far he's gone. <laughs> how how far has he backslid? Um, yeah, no, I the yeah Liz presses Mandy. Yep, to the verge hard. of tears. Yes, literally, the scene goes out on Mandy like tearing up, being like, "I just want to go to bed." Yeah, the um, the line that like, yeah, the Liz is like you you understand her heart is in the right place, and she's doing all of this with empathy, mm-hmm. which is what separates it from a from the Connie trope. Yeah, is Connie does it with obliviousness. Mm-hmm. Like how is, could you be feeling it's this? it's like good intentions with obliviousness this is like good intentions with like being a child yeah like yeah. she's not oblivious to mandy's feelings here at all she's very aware of them mm-hmm. she's just she's like, more aware of them not, than mandy is right she's just not equipped with how to handle this mm-hmm. yeah because she's a kid, kid. <laughs> and this is her best friend mm-hmm. and like i think yeah, one of the things that this episode, like, when we were talking through cast in the beginning and talking about, like, you know, these characters have only appeared, had, like, Mandy's appeared in, like, 50-some episodes and her mm-hmm. parents have appeared in, like, less than 10. Yeah. And, like, that whole thing, I feel like, really primed them for this to mm-hmm. be an arc that they could do. mm because you have Mandy and Liz who are very well established characters in Odyssey and, and have you have a pure their relationship. You have their family who we know, but the Straussbergs are not an Odyssey family. Mm. They're not the Washingtons mm-hmm. or the Barclays mm-hmm. or, you know, the Parkers, the Parkers now. now. Like they don't have you couldn't do this sort of thing. Like, I don't think Odyssey would be willing to go this dark mm. with their relationship if these were characters who we already knew. Mm. Interesting. Like, yeah, I feel definitely. like, like they, do it, they do it to, they do this to a lesser extent with, like, It's a Pokenberry Christmas. Yeah. Which I feel like is, like, the closest we can get to mm-hmm. this sort of thing before. And, like, we talked about those episodes, and they do it very well and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's that, like... They have a much longer leash here because it's not, they're not core to the show in the same way. Mandy, who we get to see all, we we get to experience all this through her eyes. Mm -hmm. She is core to the show. Mm -hmm. But I, like, I can't imagine her parents have ever said more than a line to each other prior to this. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, because it, they're only ever there to prop her up. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, we can now, like, focus in on them mm-hmm. and bring back David and, like, dig into him with, you know, you know, he's older, he's got mm-hmm. a new voice actor, whatever. But you don't have that same, like, 
the Strasbourgs aren't sacred. Yeah, yeah, in the same way that the Barclays are. And I, yeah, a lot of my frustrations that I have with this episode is not necessarily in the episode itself. It's more so how the, like, how the parents and the characters behave and, and the way that they communicate to mm. each other about what they're experiencing and everything. Um, and, right. and it's, I mean... You know, this is an older episode, came out in 2006, and obviously there wasn't as much psychoeducation and things like that, and also um, intentionality from, like, the general cultural zeitgeist to communicate um, with children in an effective way for, Mm. like, their own well-being and stuff like that, where what I see happening, at least in Mandy and the Strausberg family's relationship, is... there are these parents that like went to church, knew all the stuff. They had issues. They were working to make it better, but they weren't telling anybody about it because that's shameful and right. that's a problem. And yep. they're also not talking to their kids about it, but their kids are witnessing it, and it's obviously affecting their kids yep. um, in a and significant way. And we get we get the feeling just through this little bit, like just in this one episode of like they are. Like, Rachel and Steven are so worried about their own relationship and so on edge about that. Yeah. That they really don't know what's going on with their kids. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, yeah, it's that thing where I'm like, it is heartbreaking Mm -hmm. and tough and real. Right. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like... Yeah, and I and I thing, like how they do right. that. the The thing that's always going to be tough talking about an arc like this is that, like, we know. I think that this is a very realistic depiction mm-hmm. of this situation. Mm-hmm. This is not the only way it can go down, Certainly. and Odyssey is always going to paint it in that way mm-hmm. of like divorce is going to be so traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, absolutely in this situation, and I'm glad you guys took it upon yourself to handle it in this way. Yeah. But yeah. like, that, yeah, that lens that we always have to view stuff through of kind of like, what is like, what's, you know, below the surface on the focus side of things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is like, right, this is what they think everything looks like probably or this is yeah. what they are like depicting as like every relationship mm-hmm. that is failing is for like looks like this is for these reasons is destroying mm-hmm. the lives of these kids and it's like no there are many relationships that are improved mm-hmm. by not being together <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> yeah certainly well and and especially like we don't know that they don't talk about how they met or how old they were when they had kids and what that was like for them and all of that. Like, you know, there there is a certain disconnect, and and hopefully we do learn more about that in the yeah, uh, yeah. in the coming episodes. Yeah, no, I just wanted to establish that as we as we track with this and as we mm-hmm. empathize with these characters who are going through something real, yeah. also realizing that like even though they are going something through something real, this is not like the monolith. Like no. we don't need to like project this onto every troubled kid around us yes in a way that i feel like the show probably would like us to yes certainly (laughs) yeah no there's definitely a kind of call to action at the end where it's like you know 
well, they need you the most right now. And that is true. And and when Right, this is the thing. It's like I don't think I don't think telling kids to empathize with their friends who are going through tough stuff is, is a bad message. No, no, not at <laughs> like, all. Like I don't no. like that's the line I'm trying to walk here where I'm like, I don't we never want to give full fledged endorsement to this show. Yeah. Like but I also don't want to discount the impact that this episode can have on someone in a positive light mm-hmm. just because the you know thing that is making it happen is bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's yeah. I mean, the emotional representation of people going through tough experiences like that, like Mandy is written and acted so perfectly. Like all yep. of the emotions that she does not say are like yeah hundreds of words you know she is just incredible in this episode Um, yeah yeah and so it kind of they they're having the conversation in their room as we said and go to sleep yeah liz wakes up in the middle of the night goes to get a drink of water Mm -hmm. mandy great performance of like Mm -hmm. the half awake friend whatever yeah liz walks out and sees like mandy's dad on the couch Mm -hmm. and freaks out well she doesn't see him she hears him which i right. thought that he was knocking boots with somebody <laughs> which i didn't think that was going to be the case but it did not sound like snoring it was like a lot of grunting and i was like oh my gosh like i don't know how this is going to go down but if if if, if liz overhears an affair <laughs> imagine I mean, I yeah. Now I can. Now I understand I, he was just grunting and rolling around on a couch. But I don't know if there's a train wreck. I want to see more than the Odyssey tackles adultery train wreck. <laughs> I, yeah. No. Well, and considering it, I really empathized with Liz running into the room, being like, "What's going on?" Um, but she she thinks yeah. it's like a, a monster or right. something and yeah well, like, because it's my the middle of the night and yeah. she is a child yes and mandy's like oh my dad's sleeping on the couch he snores really loud uh he is you know and then liz uh presses and was like oh well you know did he just start snoring like is this a recent issue and yeah. uh and mandy's like it's allergy season and liz is like ah oh, okay right yeah and then we go to Liz and Wit talking about Mandy at Wit's end. Yeah. Again. This, this, I think, is this is probably my least favorite scene of the episode. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Wit's not doing the best um, yeah. here. The, the thing so, is that he does something, right. and it's not his really his role to do anything, but I can understand yeah. how the show has him pitched in this light in the town where it's like, sure. it's not weird for Wit to be like, hey, your kid seemed off. Is everything going all right at right. home? You know? Right. And so, yeah. So the, yeah, there's, the yeah, Wit, Liz opens up to Wit about this stuff, mm-hmm. and Wit does I am glad say, like, you know, married couples don't always get along perfectly. Mm-hmm. He mentions, you know, an argument he had with Jenny. Um, Jenny. Which, yeah, which was just like, a, oh, right. I often Whit forget that Whit is married. <laughs> uh-huh. Because he is just a perpetual bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, as uh, 
as was so greatly pointed out on uh on our coverage of choices uh wit is just a man propped up by dead women <laughs> yes a hundred percent he is a 130 year old man propped up by dead women uh but but yeah and then right he's like i'm gonna go like i'm gonna call i'll, I'll call the straussbergs mm-hmm. and i'm just like that is so bizarre i do not understand yeah. boundary lines yeah is what there, are you doing like here? Yeah. He's like fishing for info, basically, because she's like, I'm worried. I don't know what's going on. And Wit's like, oh, I'll call and find out. (laughs) Right. I'm like, (laughs) you're the adult. You're supposed to be like, some things you can't control. Right. Let's just pray. No, Wit Wit can control everything. But then he does, you know. He does give good advice at the end. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Where he's like, where he's like, you know, yeah, like take some time, pray for her, be there for her Mm -hmm. when she is like. Even if she looks like she's mad, she's going to be glad you care deep mm-hmm. down. Yeah. And when she's not distracted by the pain that she's experiencing. Yeah. Which is really good. I was going to say, like, that is, on one hand, presumptuous, but on the other hand, like, in line with my experience. Yes, yes. Well, and, I, I mean, in line with the Bible, I think, too. Like, just <laughs> that, like, if you can see people in their hurt and recognize that, they might hurt you in their hurt as well, not because they don't value you, but because that's just what their life experience is bringing them. And, you know, it's not unique to them. Like, I do that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, Wit does tell uh, Liz to, to, to pray for Mandy, and I think that that's really Yeah, good. yeah. And, and Liz is like, but I want to actually do, do something. something. And Wit's yeah. like, look, like, pray. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, the... Yeah, we then get, like, once again, great performance. I I, mm-hmm. I, I should stop beating this drum, but also, so good. No, but, I like, mean... Liz shows up, and, like, you can tell Rachel was just crying. Mm-hmm, hmm And, you know, she opens the door and asks like for sniffles? Mandy to come out. <laughs> yeah. Right. And Liz and Mandy go for a walk after, mm-hmm. you know, she does a little bit of prodding, and yeah. they're talking about... Alan, what's his last name? I don't remember. I didn't write it down, but he has foot fungus. His foot fungus and this (laughs) whole bowling thing. And it's just like, it's a funny anecdote. There's a moment where Mandy goes like, do you have a crush on Alan with a foot fungus? And it it just, it it plays so well of like, she is still a kid. Like she can, like Mm -hmm. for a moment, her mind is like taken off of this. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then they, and and you, it very clearly sets up, like, Liz is doing that whole thing to avoid, to, like, talking about the foot fungus guy, just mm-hmm. to avoid having the real conversation that she wanted to go there for, mm-hmm. which is so freaking relatable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The small talk before you talk about the, the, the hard thing. Just, yeah. like, the needing to psych yourself up for mm-hmm. one of those conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, Liz pushes in hard here Mm -hmm. um and it's just like look i don't believe you yeah and yeah it's once again where we're like i don't yeah you don't know is mandy does mandy not realize what's going on or is she trying to keep liz out of it and it does play more as she is trying to keep liz out of it it does it does um yeah because 
I'm even at this point, you still do not know how much Mandy knows about yeah. the problems of yeah. her marriage because or her right. parents' marriage. Yeah. Um, and I I feel I feel for Liz. Mm-hmm. I think that my to be yeah I don't know a little vulnerable. Like my thing is never the pushing too hard. Yeah. Mine is that I will stop immediately mm-hmm. once we brush into that territory or yeah. just kind of like i want to be there for a person so mm-hmm. that they like have me to talk to but i'm not good at like initiating that conversation yeah, you don't want to bring them to that point but like not forcefully yes but yeah, i think yeah. i could personally do a better job mm-hmm. of trying to make that conversation happen mm. Where Is usually you need to talk to me about Dylan. <laughs> where I feel like usually I'm just kind of like, like, hey, you know, how are you doing? And they kind of say like, oh yeah, you know, it's been rough, but it's getting better. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, all right, that's glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. And then we just move on to something. Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm good at continuing that conversation mm-hmm. past the initial check-in. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I think in a lot of the cases means like I'm not serving people's needs particularly well. Um, I'm just yeah. there. Yeah. And I don't think, once again, being there, better than nothing. Yes. It's just like 100%. as like I look at this, I'm like, oh, okay, like Liz and I have the opposite problem. Like mm-hmm. we're both doing the right thing in like being a friend. Mm-hmm. But, there's a, but there's a balance between the two of us that would be better. Yeah, I definitely uh, skew more Liz-like where I've been, I'll unknowingly press too hard into a subject or ask too many questions and just be like, oh, like, not really pick up on the, either the nonverbal cues that they don't really want to talk about it or whatever and just be like, oh, you know, obviously this isn't fun, but you're, you're still talking about it so I can keep asking these questions. Um, But yeah, no, I, I definitely... I definitely agree that there's 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 got to be a very hard middle ground to find between holding space and giving space, mm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, if you figure it out, email me, please. <laughs> and then uh, the fantastic Mandy, this just escalating to her mm-hmm. going, keep your nosy nose, nose out, out of it. it. Yeah. And I I love it. It's great delivery. Mm-hmm. It's a funny line. It's very much the... They use it in the promo and the teaser. They really do. It's uh, it's very much the precursor to the best line of Scott Pilgrim, a movie with a million great lines. Fair. Where he goes, you cocky... <laughs> <laughs> and it's I just... haven't seen that movie in forever. Oh, man. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Watch Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah, the views of Dylan Weaver do, in fact, represent that of the Wadcamp John Pod. <laughs> oh, Scott man. Pilgrim. So, yeah, uh, the, when when Liz gets back to the Strasburgs... Um, Wit is there. <laughs> right. Or, sorry, when Mandy gets back... Uh, regardless, when they get back to the Strasburgs, mm-hmm. Wit, Wit is there, and mm-hmm. he had dropped by um, and is leaving. Yeah, um, which is very suspicious and like very awkward and definitely 
well written coming at it from mandy's perspective you get the you get to feel the awkwardness mm-hmm. in uh in a very palpable way um and then wit leaves and he's kind of awkward too and then uh mandy goes and talks to david about wit being there right and this is like her first it feels like this is mandy starting to come to terms here mm-hmm. and we kind of get this thing like the established between the two of them of like oh like mandy is full-blown in denial about this david has gone the other direction and just completely checked out yeah and just gone like i don't care i can't do anything here Mm -hmm. like i'm out he's uh clearly stress eating though (laughs) he eats an entire pizza and then washes it down with ice cream and Mm -hmm. uh i understand the uh the young kid eats a lot trope but um It's raising some concerns. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so, yeah, Ra- Rachel comes in and lets lets the kids know that she's going out to dinner with, with her husband, with Stephen. Um, and Mandy mm-hmm. just, like, lights up. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, can't you see? Like, Wit mm-hmm. came here. He talked some sense into them. Like, they're yeah. going out. They're going to patch things up. Wit's going to save my it's parents' so nice. marriage. Right. She's just like, you know, yeah. stay out as late as you want. Like, yeah. we can take care of ourselves. Yeah. Whatever. And it's heartbreaking. <sighs> yeah, no. And I didn't know how the dinner was going to go or what, like, what the conclusion of this episode was going to look like. Um, I knew the moment that she got excited that it was not going to be good, unfortunately. And, uh, it, it does come crashing down. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so they, yeah, they get back, mm -hmm. um, and pull the kids kids in. Sit down. Yep. Not a good sign. Yeah. And announce that they're going to separate, um, in hopes that if they get some space they'll be able to rebuild things yeah um but they've just decided that her that's... dad's moving out tonight right was was the yeah. was the timeline and he's living in yeah. a hotel till he can find an apartment yeah. and the thing that i think is the best part of this scene is immediately a very strong reaction from david mm. because he has been checked out yeah i'm above this mm-hmm. i already know yeah all this stuff mandy yeah. like i don't care mm-hmm. and when they say it immediately he's just like he reacts and it's just like no like mm-hmm. like that visceral reaction and the vulnerability and the like oh he is still a child he is mm-hmm. not actually above this yeah no like, he's just viscerally reacting like 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 he can talk all this game about like yeah it's obvious they haven't talked in four months Mm -hmm. you really think they're gonna like you know they're not gonna like split up Mm -hmm. and then like as soon as it's actually talked about like you feel in that performance just like oh this is deeply affecting him yeah it's so yeah (laughs) It's really good that they give him that nod. And honestly, I feel bad for David because I feel like he has checked out because he wasn't communicated with with his parents and everything. And he probably picked up on the fact that things were changing. And like even earlier at dinner, he asked for peas and his parents completely ignored him to bicker about the peas. Yeah. No, for sure. And 
Yeah, and like that comes up again, and obviously there's the situation with Mandy and uh, his room and everything. Um, yeah, I'm I'm surprised at how much I like David's character. Mm. Um, yeah, considering he's just Mandy's brother in this episode, you know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. their parents say like marriage is designed to be forever, <sighs> and right. but they don't want it to be <laughs> yep. like, but it's just not. And right. Like yeah, it's, it's that it's that like yeah, we know marriage is designed to be forever, but like we also like can't mend this. Yeah, and it's that it's the you feel like a lot of the reason that they weren't talking about this is that immense mm-hmm. guilt they have mm-hmm. as Christians yeah. to be like we can't be having these problems because mm-hmm. like that is like goes against what we believe yeah though we're inherently broken (laughs) and i like and i but i'm like i'm glad that that is like part of the text of the episode a hundred percent like the the, and sure we might be reading in our own experience and whatnot but like the yeah the fact that that is just performed that way though right that they that they are playing this as like part of the reason that we've been so distant and can't talk about this and have shut everyone else out is because like we feel immense guilt about like failing our duty morally yeah you know before god yes (laughs) which is understandable it's well it's so it's once again it's so real Mm -hmm. yeah that is exactly how you react when this is like the environment you are in yeah Mandy begs her parents to stay together. Yeah, and yeah. It's so... <laughs> and they reveal in this that like yeah. they've been going to counseling. Yeah, yeah. Which like they tried and it didn't work. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah, and yeah, it's just like Arya Curzon giving a phenomenal mm-hmm. performance. Mm-hmm. Like I know I commented earlier about her being shaky in this episode, and I, I think she is doing a very good job she has to do a lot and i think in those early scenes she's maybe not like there's you can see some of you can see through it a little bit Mm -hmm. but like she brings it here yes and yeah and then yeah like runs over to liz's is it raining it's no, I don't think I don't it's right. Maybe it's but not. But she raining. knocks on the door. Liz opens it. She's just like, my parents are separating, and they yeah. just start crying together. Yeah. And, and that's what we go out on. And Liz says, "I don't know," which is the best response to anybody mm-hmm. that is asking for reason for suffering. And it's just, ha! I don't have the answer. I'm sorry. Right. I didn't solve that algebra equation yet. Mm. Um, but she says we'll get through this. It's so good, like, yeah. yeah. That The way that this episode ended, in that with that specific dialogue and it going out on that, I was like, oh, no, this is a good one. <laughs> this is different. It's, it's this so... This is built different. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It has... I mean, we, we've talked about it. Like, there are moments where it could... Where it... Yeah, it could have been a Connie trope. It mm-hmm. could have... Like, there, there are... Things that they could have done that were really bad. And I think where the episode is the weakest is where Wit has to be involved because it's Odyssey. Yes. And, like, we also, we don't have that many characters. We've got Paul Harlinger on contract. Like, this is just, like, the way this has to go. Mm -hmm. And, And I think that, like, it does, it still does a good job with that. 
And oh, I think yeah. that there is good wit stuff in this episode. Mm-hmm. But oh, I think yeah. that that is, that is maybe the weakest piece of it for mm-hmm. me. Is like, okay. Is, is yeah. What is, who, like, what is the relationship of these parents to wit that yeah. he can come in and speak into their life? And then that, like, kicks things <sighs> off. But, but yeah, it is, it's so good. And mm-hmm. it benefits so much from eight years of Mandy and Liz being friends in Odyssey. Yeah, and, and going through Novacom and all of that. Like, I went back and looked at what episodes that um, Liz and Mandy, or Liz mm-hmm. was in. Because um, yeah. I remember we, more of Mandy's, but... Yeah, but I mean, we, 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 covered, covered. we covered the one where they, uh, the Boy in the Woods episode. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, we've the w e uh yeah yeah like i know the, liz is in it i don't know if mandy's in it or not i don't yeah i don't remember offhand but like they're yeah these are characters that have been given a lot of time to be established in the yeah. show and it like it really pays off because they're able to do this sort of an arc and you buy it yeah and i buy it i'm buying in i'm investing my stock in this this arc not not odyssey but this one <laughs> I think that this will be good. Yeah. I hope it doesn't get worse from here. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to go through this for the next Yeah, Couple the weeks. next few weeks. Like the, yeah, it's like a what, six episodes of of an arc. Like it'll it'll be be Over pretty breezy. Before you know it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad that it's not longer because I could not deal with this level prolonged of... mandy suffering yeah. <laughs> i don't think my heart <laughs> this but... podcast is supposed to be fun <laughs> yeah yep so come along with us on the uh on the on the bummer episodes for the next stretch here oh but um, they're, they're they're good people episodes oh my word, they're such so good people episodes I, the thing i've said forever is like odyssey does characters so well mm-hmm. and it's like a lot of what my affection for this show is mm-hmm. is just like they have these characters this deeply connected universe and it's just yeah yeah brings me joy deep existential dread about how they're going to write off will ryan yeah, yeah. i am <laughs> no i am I'm not ready. Maybe that's when this podcast ends. Yeah. If, yeah, they, if they do something terrible with Eugene, mm. do we give up? Yeah, and the thing is, I think we'll have to cover it if it's if it's Buck, and it's got to be because yeah. it's Eugene. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, wow. A bummer to end a bummer. <laughs> you know what's more sad than divorce? Death. <laughs> yeah. Well... It feels really rotten for me to go ahead and say, review us on iTunes, but I'm <laughs> saying it. So please, folks, uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And who knows, maybe by the time this episode's out, the five-star system will be up on Spotify. It's been announced. It's coming. Woohoo! So, uh, you know, we I know that uh, the majority of you listen on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So, or at least the plurality of you more people listen on spotify than any other platform Mm. so uh if there is a uh, star rating system on spotify at the point of this episode leave us a review if there's not uh keep that in mind for when there is yes certainly and uh 
tell a friend that you think might care about Odyssey or yeah. this podcast. Yeah, if and maybe listen to it. You know, and maybe start them with like a fun episode. Yes, not yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah, like if if you're looking for an episode to start start someone off on the Odyssey adventure with, might I suggest episodes where the people we have on as guests don't know about the show? Yes. Have them on for The Devil Made Me Do It mm-hmm. or Soblessly Devoted. Mm-hmm. There are so many good options that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, are less of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, that's for people that don't have any his- you know, history with Odyssey. Right. And if you just know people that like Odyssey and don't know about the show, right. then they can just start wherever. That's true. We got a big kit back catalog. I know. I know. We've, we've covered all three of the big arcs. So yeah. if, they, if they were a kid who grew up on Blackguard or Novacom or Green Ring... There's got a little something for them. We got it all down here at the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Yeah. And Campbell County Community College merch coming soon. Uh, Andrew just pointed at me. I guess that's going to have to happen. <laughs> that's what it means. If you uh, point, it must happen. Yep. And with all that being said, we will be back next week talking about episode 597, Out of Our Hands. Bye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Now more than ever, it is hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Osaman and edited by Dylan Reed. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Lodfam Shock Pod.